My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Elena. And this is the Reclamation Podcast Episode Recap. Today, we are recapping this week's episode with Elena. Elena is a former member of the International Church of Christ, and she is also a listener of the Reclamation Podcast. Let's listen in as Elena shares her thoughts. Welcome back to the episode 11 recap with Elena. Hello. <laughs> How you doing? I'm well. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, but I live for this. I live for this. And you're doing it well. You know what? Thank you. Thank, and good day to you. <laughs> so please talk to us about your, uh, your thoughts on episode 11. Oh, man. So... Good stuff. I mean, I think every, I can say every week is getting better and better, but I just feel like there's just, we're just touching a lot of things that are just, that resonate and make make me think, make a lot of people think and remember. Yeah. And um, yeah. What, one thing I loved, and I was going to save it to the end, but as I was listening to the, the episode, I just wanted to say that it was nice to hear you guys laughing. A lot. There was a lot of laughter in this episode. <laughs> that stuck, stood out to me the, the most. I'm like, there's a lot of giggling. Like, <laughs> you know what? Here's all right, here's what I want to tell you about this episode that that um, the audience doesn't know and you don't know. But um, that was our first recording ever. Mm. So before we did this uh, this this program, before we bought equipment, before we bought microphones, we just decided to see how it would sound. So I took my iPhone 8. Yes, I had an iPhone 8 at the time. Uh-huh. And I just sat it, placed it down in between the two of us, between uh-huh. Cousin Eddie and I, and we just spoke. And we just spoke. We had no idea. We didn't even have a name for the program at the time. Hmm. It was just us talking. So that was just a regular conversation, not even knowing it was going to be for an audience. It was just us speaking. So, and that's how he and I are usually. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of laughter involved. No, that's great. I mean, it's so necessary. And I think, I think some of the listeners even commented and you can speak more about that, mm-hmm. how it's great to be able to speak about these things and laugh. Yeah. Because some of the things that we've held on in private you know, some people are, are not still are, are not there yet to, to share all the no. things that they've went through. No. And no. some people just now are starting to explore that. Yeah. And um, it's nice that you can do that. And when you actually speak things out loud, you see how ridiculous it sounds <laughs> and you laugh at it. So it's good that you can laugh at these things that, you yeah. know, were intense, but we're kind of silly. To, to be fair, I didn't always laugh about it. Hmm. You know, yeah. I've just recently mm-hmm. got to a point where I can laugh about it, right? You know, and um, and I've o- I was also lucky enough to have a friend in cousin Eddie who I could tell these stories to, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't necessarily judge. He was just interested in hearing you know me talk about this, right? So not everybody is fortunate enough to have that, and you know, hopefully in due time, man, people will get there yeah. and they'll have their own ridiculous jokes. <laughs> <laughs> About this organization. <laughs> so, I see you got your notes here. I do. The notes are back. I, the notes are back. Okay. So, um, one of the things that stuck out to me was when you said, if you had a chance to do it all again, 
you said that you would because you like how the movie ended. Can you talk a little bit about that? I, I like my life. I like my life. I didn't always like my life, but today as it stands, I like my life. And I recognize that the things that I have, the things that I've been able to accomplish, I, lo- I owe in part to the church as the church gave me my self-esteem back, right? The church gave me structure. The church gave me discipline. The church gave me a lot of things that, that I, I mean, that's how I feel about it now. Mm-hmm. And, and it helped me cope with this mental illness, even though some people in the church didn't really understand my mental illness and, and, and added to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they added to it, but outside of the church, something else would have added to my mental illness anyway. But anyway, so I owe a lot of it to it because I've also met a lot of really great people, a lot of great relationships that helped me through some tough times too. And I'm talking people outside of the church, Hmm. right? Like what the audience doesn't know is that you and I are married. Whoops. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) But I met you there. Mm-hmm. Hello. I-, I think you are by far the best support system that I've ever had. Hmm. What would I do without that? I don't know. What <laughs> would you do? What would you do without me? Okay, man, you play too much. Chill. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the things. That's one of the things. And I have to acknowledge all that. As much as they put me through some hellish, situ- hellish situations... It also gave me a lot. And, and because of all the things that I have now in life, and I'm not saying that I'm a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I have. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I'm saying that I'm happy with where I am in life today. And it meant that I had to go through some really tough times to get to where I am. And for that, I wouldn't change it for the world. So if I had to sit through another goddamn meeting with somebody talking about Hope (laughs) T-shirts, then so be it. Mm. You understand? Yeah. And um, but not everybody feels that way, right? And I respect that, and I acknowledge that, right? No, I I I like how you did say that because I think there are quite a few. I, I you know I don't have a number. Many people who feel the same way. As a matter of fact, I was. Speaking to a friend yesterday who was just very thankful that you, that we have this, this podcast out yeah, and just giving people opportunity to talk and just kind of rehash these things, these feelings and kind of work through them. Yeah. Because she was feeling very much like, you know, not like in how the movie ended or is the movie still in process. Yeah. You know, she was talking about how with the last episode, when we were talking about loss of opportunity. She recalled her own loss of opportunity, uh, namely, you know, college degrees. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, the the, the, col- uh, the the college, the church, you know, the, the busyness of the church right. really caused a lot of people to flunk out of school. That is true. You Academic know? excellence was not uh, uh, promoted. However, it was expected. They expected that. Well, I don't know about that. I got no, a different message. They, they expected that, you know? Mm-hmm. At least when I was in high school, they expected that. Mm-hmm. 
but the time, the amount of time that you got to get you know, to the to be church. fair, yeah, I, I, I do remember them saying it. Yeah. But when, where, when was I yeah. going to do that? Yeah. I remember, and I had to, I guess, chuckle to myself. I remember, as I was talking to my friend, that I sometimes had to hide in the library, <laughs> in the furthest corner. Yo, yes. Just to study. Because if you were someplace visible... And they saw you. I remember because at least uh, quite a few times they saw me. They're like, "What are you doing?" Okay, I'm, I'm doing homework. I'm studying. Oh well, you should take. Did you meet anyone? That was the second follow up question. Did you meet anyone today? And I'm like, "No," because I just got out of the class and I'm still doing my homework. Well, then maybe you should take a break and go meet somebody, right? <laughs> but it didn't just, you know, it wasn't just go out and meet somebody. Then it's like, then you'll see someone else. Yeah. Let's get together. Let's go out together and meet more yeah. people. And then there's no studying. So I remember I would have to go to the back corner. You have to hide. You have to, to hide, hide from the other disciples. Just to get work study done. Study and get work done. I don't even and to this day I don't even know how I completed my courses because it was very uh, Yeah, you know what? I I remember at one point <clears throat> I remember that happened to me too, right? Cuz I was yo, I was always serious about my studies, man. Don't play with me. Well, don't play games out here in these streets. And I remember I would sit in the library and dare somebody to bother me. Like, yo. You were bold like that. <laughs> it wasn't that I was bold. I was just, I, at one point I was just fed up because one mm-hmm. of the guys, one of the guys, he said something to me that was quite possibly the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of stupid shit in my life. Oh, there goes the oh, curses the cursing, again. you can't. Oh, man, I'm going to have to check that box for explicit material. But mm-hmm. anyway. I was reading a book. I forgot which book I was reading. Um, I was always reading something, um, but I forgot which book I was reading at the time. And it might have been 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or something like that. And and homie pulled up and he saw me reading. He goes, yo, man, what are you doing? You're always reading. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He goes, yo, the only books that I read... Mm. Oh, the Bible. Yes, I. Or DPI books. And for the audience, a DPI book, <laughs> the church had its own publication company in which leaders of the church would write books for us members to buy. And they would come around all the time. For those of you who were, <laughs> if you can go back to elementary school and remember the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> <laughs> And the teacher will hand out the pamphlet. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're picking out which books you want. Oh, I want Clifford the Big Red Dog. I want this. (laughs) So here comes the pamphlet. I forgot how when it was released, people were like, oh, I got to order my DPI books. And so he's like, yeah, man, only books I read are the Bible or DPI books. And I was like, yo, good for you. And I went back to reading. And then from that moment, I just remember sitting in the library because in our school, there were a lot of disciples. But I remember sitting there like, yo, I wish one of y'all would bother me. But that was probably when I was in one of my bad moods. Right. <laughs> my bad. We've deflected. I'm sorry. I did not know I was going to go there. But go ahead. No, but I had to hide in order to study. And I, I, I personally felt like academic excellence was not promoted mm-hmm. or, or supported. Um. It wasn't supported. It was it wasn't, preached. It was preached, but it was not supported. Yeah, yeah. So, and, so uh, y- y- the friend you're talking about, she wasn't the only one, right? There were a lot of people in that in mm-hmm. that uh, in that same boat, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. You and cousin Eddie 
talked about how, well, actually it was you. You talked about how you were talking to two friends. Okay. Uh, one was ex-gang member. Oh, yeah. And one was ex-drug dealer. Yeah. I really like how you were making that connections. I mean, both of you talked about how corporation, like, you know, the church is like a corporation. And then just even describing this whole or cult situation with those friends. Mm-hmm. And they were able to understand the connection. Yeah. And so that there was, there was no difference. Yeah, because, you know, I had to talk street. You know what I mean? <laughs> had to had <a> learn. <laughs> but that made me wonder. I wonder if there's other listeners out there who are not part of a religious organization mm-hmm. or gang mm-hmm. or cult, but they're in something else that <sighs> was like it. Mm. You know, that- I have a friend of mine who listens to the program. She said that, first of all, she said that she listens to this program because... She's in denial that I was in a cult. She said, knowing my personality. And she's like, how, how, how? Mm-hmm. I'm like, just listen to the program. You'll see. And um, and now she's starting to see different parts of her life. Hmm. Where she's thinking that she was overly dedicated to something. Right. To an idea. Right. A certain mode of thinking or something. Mm-hmm. And she's wondering, she's like, man, is that is that cult-like? And it's like, you know, it's. I'm not trying to say everything is a cult, <laughs> but I'm saying that, you know, the, the, the definition of a cult is possibly more universal than we think, mm. you know? And, and I think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the point of it. Right. So, no, that was, that, was, that was interesting and that was good for them to realize that or for, for everyone to kind yeah. of have that in their mind that it could be anything. It doesn't have to be church related. No, no, it it, it doesn't, you know, it it really, it really doesn't. And I think there's a, there's a, there's a lot of people like that, you know, there's a lot of people like that. And, uh, and hopefully people can learn something from the program. Right. I hope so. I think they are. I hope so. I think they are. I, I, you know, the people that reach out to me and, and as the days go by, as the weeks go by, there's more people reaching out and people coming from, from, I, like, like I just don't expect it, right? Like, what are some of those unexpected places that people are reaching out from, mm-hmm. or listening from, or some Yo, of the listeners? London, England, South of France, all points in between. They know about your man. No, I'm Wait, what? That's, that's a Jay Z line. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but um, no. There's there's places such as London or Denver or Atlanta or Portland, Oregon. No, but you know these these places, man. And and one person from from Kentucky reached out and, and said that they 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 like the program. And I asked the person. I said, "Well, where did you?" As we're conversing, how did you come across the program? Mm-hmm. And this young lady said that she heard about our program from a YouTube channel. Really? Which one? First of all, <laughs> first of all. Shout out to the Losing My Religion channel on YouTube, because that is a young lady who is also from the International Church of Christ, former member, Mm -hmm. who is telling her story. Okay. And she's been doing this for a while now. I had never heard of the program, but this young lady from Kentucky put me on, and I said, oh, yeah. So shout out to her. (laughs) Shout out to Kentucky, and shout out to Losing My Religion. That's right. You know, so that's how that goes. Okay, so let's go back to something you mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, how I was the best thing that ever happened to you? Okay, first of all, 
First of all, that I was the best support system. What was it? What were those okay, words? Ma'am, ma'am, I, I already said it. No, say it again, because I don't think everyone heard. They heard me. There's a microphone in front of me. <laughs> and they heard me the first time. No, but I seriously, no, you, you, you are the best thing that's happened. I, there's no, there's no question. And hmm. if I had, <laughs> all right, man, I'm uh, next question, please. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, all right. So last, um, I believe it was last episode, you talked about how, or one of the, the last episodes, you talked about how you were kicked out. Oh, the last conversation with you, though. Yes. The last recap. You were kicked out of the church. Yeah, I was kicked out. You left. Mm -hmm. What made you come back? Man, I, I, could, you, you know? I couldn't be outside of it, man. I, I couldn't be outside of it. Like, it was just, it, it was a hellish experience to be out of it. You know, like I was, I was totally lost. I was totally lost. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. My confidence went back down to zero and I didn't have anything to fall back on. You know, I had friends. I had a job, right? There was stuff to do, but the, the, the loneliness was too much and I really missed my friends. So how, how did that, what did that look like? What was the process? Of what? Like you were coming back. So, so I enrolled in, in, in school, I enrolled in, in, in college, my first, my first year. And, um, I met a bunch of disciples and it was a new group of people and they invited me back to church and they didn't know who I was. Cause again, this was a new group and, and I went, man, I went, I went back, I went back to the, to the belly of the beast. So you didn't review or or reveal to them, I should say, rather, what happened. Not at first, you know, but eventually I did. You mm -hmm. know, it was like after the first couple of days, I was like, hey, listen, I'm a former disciple. I'm actually a fall away. And, um, and you know, they I got restored. You know, for those of you who have ever been restored, you know what it is. What is that for the <laughs> listeners yo, yo, who don't yo. know what that is? That's for those who know, you know what I'm saying? Come on. What? No, it's, it just means that you, you, that God has allowed you back. Oh, boy into the fold. Your soul has been, your salvation has been restored. Restored to you. You understand? Mm -hmm. So it was like, man, so not many people I know have been baptized and restored. So I, I was born twice. <laughs> <laughs> Saved twice. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But, um, but when I came back again, it was, um, it was like a breath of fresh air, man. So it back was, on that high? It was back on that high and, and, and the high stayed for a long time. Until I left several years later, so you know it was a it was a back and forth type of thing for me. It was a struggle type of thing for me, and um, and and when I came back, people were like, "Oh, so what happened?" I was like, "You know, I fell away." That's what I would tell them. Mm. I didn't tell them I got kicked out because I didn't allow myself to believe that. You know, mm. I'm like, "Nah, I can't, I can't throw the leaders under the bus and say that I was kicked out." Nah, it was I had to say that I fell away, mm. and it was my fault. Do you feel like the second time around you did things diff more differently? You said things or acted differently than the first time. It was more deliberate the second time around because I didn't want to get kicked out. Right? You didn't want to so, get kicked out the second time. Yeah, I didn't want to get kicked okay. out again. I know what that shit feels like. So whatever attitudes I might have had, whatever bouts of depression I might have had, I, I learned to play the game and, 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 and put those under the covers mm. from time to time and just... And just play the game, and um, you know, so so, so that's how it goes. Okay, that's how it goes. I mean, there's a lot more to say, but I'm gonna leave it there. 
All right. Till next time. Wait, are you signing off? <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>